One chance, one life, one take. Little room for mistake. Who do you Hello and welcome to the Dead Funny Dead Series podcast. My name is Mitzi. I'm the host for this series. Uh, the series is called 30 End of Life Doulas in 30 Days. Today, our end of life doula that is joining us is Stacy Ryan. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Thanks for joining us. You are joining us from New York. Let's go ahead and dive right in. And you can tell us a little bit about your practice um, as you're kind of telling us your why you got into this. I can start off uh, why I got into this. I guess you could say death's been kind of like something that's been kind of in my life since I was young. I had a lot of relatives die around the same time when I was young. Um, I went to my first week when I was four. That was pretty uh, memorable. Uh, from then on, I've had lots of deaths of friends, family members. I think the most profound death was the death of my sister in 2018. Uh, she died tragically. Um, she had taken her own life. So from then on, I was a completely different person. I changed from that day on. It pushed me towards this field pretty it, I had a feeling I was going to do something with grief bereavement I wanted to support other people after that because that I know what it's like to maybe not having a lot of support when you're grieving and since her death I wanted to do this I wanted to help others I wanted to support others so I started studying thanatology I started uh, taking classes learning as much as I could death companioning and then I just took the plunge dove into Anna's program, the International Dela Life Movement. And I just finished last month. I just graduated. And I'm slowly getting my website together, slowly getting into social media and trying to reach people. So that's kind of in a nutshell. Did you know about end-of-life doulas before you tragically lost your sister? Not really. I knew of them. I was. I kind of was trying to study grief and what to do about it, how to help yourself, go to groups. I kind of uh, started following Colin Perry. She's a thanatologist. And then I started going and she was, I believe she's a death doula and thanatologist. She's a chaplain. I started studying that sort of stuff. And then I'm like, is that something I could do? Is that something I could get into? I, yeah, I, it's just, it just started calling me like maybe a year after my sister's death. It was just tapping me on my shoulder and I just kept ignoring it and then COVID hit and then I just kind of I was all in so here I am now <laughs> it's hard when when we have those tragic experiences that bring us to this field but sometimes um, it's interesting that you say tapping on the shoulder I, I feel the same way and there's some episodes coming up on on this series that you're going to hear that um, because somebody said something lovely one of the other duelists said something lovely about how that she grew up in the shadow of of death. And I always, I was like, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because I always mm -hmm. thought it was like death being like, Hey, um, I want you to be comfortable with me. And I was like, nah. And then it was like, no, you really should. And I was yeah, like, I do. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. And then it was like, no, seriously, you need to be ready. And you're the person that's going to be able to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it forced me to be a little bit more open about death. And especially, you know, it's not entirely about the way she died. It's what she left behind. And it's that we loved her very much. And 
she's still here. She, I still, you know what I mean? She's still here in my heart. And, you know, she pushes me, you know, it pushes me to try and support people. She was a, a licensed um, clinical social worker. So, and I can only imagine, you know, I don't know what was on her plate, but she wanted to help people and now I want to help people. So really powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, definitely. So that brings us to today and, and you are a new graduate. Yeah. A program, which is just part of the learning, right? Just, yeah, it's just part of it. Yeah. It's a fraction, but I don't have a whole lot of experience with clients yet, but I have some life experiences that I kind of, um, my great aunt, um, passed away before I got married and, uh, I visited her in the hospital and, I, and she was um, comatose, but I had a feeling she could, you know, maybe still hear me. So I would talk to her and sit at her, sit with her bedside. You know, that was kind of like my first experience. The staff was amazing. I, I couldn't say enough about them. And um, that was my first experience. I tried to volunteer for hospice before COVID. I did all the training and then COVID hit. So I, w- I didn't have a chance to do that, but I'm glad that I dove into the training to become an end of life Della because it's a little more in depth, um, a little more, um, you're closer to the patients, you're able to do more for them and spend more time with them. So um, I just took the next step. And it is a tricky year to just be beginning. Um, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. And, you know, with COVID and everything, it, you know, it, it's pretty profound in itself. And it just, you know, how can I help more people? How can I uh, contribute to the community and reach out and support people? It's, it's rough. So I just want to be that person. You know, it's just been at right now, just doing a lot of studying. I am a, a graduate, so I'm just doing a lot of studying. I'm taking classes. Um, I'm taking more classes. I, I do have a Reiki one and two certification so I can do energy healing with clients as well. If they, if they um, want that and the client and their family, you know, I would offer it to, to them as well. I'm studying Thanabotany uh, with Cole and Perry. It's fascinating. Just doing as learning as much as I can. Education, education, you know, and talking to people who are experienced and picking their brains and hearing their experiences and advice. I'm just trying to trying to learn as much as I can. And even when I start seeing clients, just keep learning. You know, there's just so many things you can study thanatology pieces, you can study grief pieces, you can study energy pieces. And, and every end of like doula has just a different um, yeah. knowledge base and a different, you know, kind of niche. And so I, I think that that's a really interesting space to be in, especially when you're in the beginning and you haven't, you know, like been on the ground running yet, which is good, mm-hmm. right? Because you're kind of like, okay, I have all this time to, oh, I'm interested in this, this and this. And then you get in mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, they want something else. And we're just consistently learning, right? Even uh, as a therapist, I did not think that I was going to be a grief therapist. Let's just put that out there. That's not what I thought it was. <laughs> and, here I am. and it's an excellent thing. I, I absolutely love the work that I do and I love the job, but it's, you know, it just kind of went, I, I was geriatric mental health. And then for some reason, I was just like, the world kept saying, come on over here. You know, it's kind of the tapping on the shoulder with your career as well. Like, what about this training? <laughs> and you're like, I Yeah, exactly. Like, I just 
the more trainings that come up, I just want to take them all. But I can't, I mean, I probably couldn't take them all, but I just, I just want to seek as much knowledge and, and want to know different facets, be well-rounded, just kind of know about a little bit about this and know about this, maybe incorporate some things together. Yeah, I got Reiki before I even wanted to get into this. So now it's like, oh, I can incorporate that. I can, I can help people that are, are, you know, grieving, you know, they're, they're with their, their loved one during a hard time. And, you know, if I could bring some sort of solace or comfort, I will, I would love to incorporate that into my practice as well. Love that. Love that. And I love that you, uh, real quick, we're going to go into the challenges you found, which we already kind of have a couple of them, right? You got trained as a hospice volunteer <laughs> and got the rug pulled out from under you, unfortunately, on that. Um, <laughs> but I'm also kind of interested in the social media piece. Mm-hmm. What, how do you feel about social media and this work? Um, it's interesting because, you know, I, t- I, you know, got my certification. I took the NIDA exam and passed and now it's like, okay, now I'm taking business classes. I've never taken business classes before to kind of help, you know, catapult you into, you know, being open to everybody and letting people know about your services and letting people know what a death doula is. A few challenges, you know, I don't have, I'm not, I'm, you know, I see all these wonderful doulas, they're, they're nurses and um, caretakers. And, you know, I don't have, you know, I have too much experience, but I'm, boy, I'm ready. I'm open to learn. I, I want to learn. I'm setting up a website right now. It should be done um, in about three weeks and um, get a dabble in the social media. Uh, I have an Instagram. I want to plan on having an Instagram available. Just trying to set everything up, cut, you know, make sure I have things in line and get the practice going and got to start somewhere. <laughs> so, you have to yeah. start somewhere and then we're going to get you on YouTube. It will yep. be awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I, if if I can reach more people um, through social media outlets, then I'm more than happy to do that. Um, just get to take one step at a time. Seek help. You know, ask questions. I ask a lot of questions, so it's just a learning, learning as you go, and making mental notes and learning from each experience. And thank you for bringing all of that in. I think it's really important. Uh, I do expect many of the folks that are going to be listening to this series are people that are interested, right? Like what is an end of life doula? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do I become one? Right. I'm really wanting to answer that question. How did you get trained? How did you, you know, what, what's hard about this work? And I think, thank you for sharing your experience because you're saying it right. That it's hard to get in here. There are some people that are nurses or we're hospice social workers. Um, it's very common from what I've seen and all the doulas that I know, <laughs> know a lot. And, and they kind of have that step, one, one step forward, right? They kind of cut the line. But that doesn't mean that there's just not all this room, right? Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> so mathematically, yep. <laughs> yeah. we, there's a lot of people that need, you know, would like that support. They don't need a death doula, but they they could use that support. And I think that we, there's just all of that learning. It, it feels like a lot and it's just one step at a time. So I want, I just wanted to thank you again for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one step at a time. I do have clinical 
experience. I did work um, for about five years. I worked for a um, cardiac thoracic surgeon. I worked in an outpatient facility. So I do have, I know the patient interaction, it's more of like an outpatient environment, but um, you know, I do miss right now I'm doing medical billing from home, but I do miss having that doctor and patient interaction being there for them. You know, people get nervous and they do kind of miss that a little bit. I, I just want that human interaction again, you know, um, just to like hold space for people, just listen, just be there for them. Uh, I never put that together, that piece where, yeah, people get nervous. And mm -hmm. what's more nerve wracking than dying, right? Especially if it's eminent and you know that it's happening and the people yeah. in the room are nervous, the dying yeah. are nervous. And what a lovely space to know that you can be comforting there. So what are, so what are your hopes, um, you know, going now into 2021, 2022, what are your hopes for your business? My hope is with education and awareness that um, death is not a taboo thing to talk about. I, I feel pretty open about talking about it. Not a lot of people do, but I'm hoping that me coming up with my practice and, and learn everything that I know, putting it out there and maybe someone out there will be like, yeah, you know, it's something I'm interested in. I'd like to talk about it more, or I have a family member that's having a hard time. Just, I want to be able to talk about it maybe have like more groups out there for people to openly talk about, you know, their questions, concerns, that type of thing. I just, like you said, we're all, it's all going to happen to all of us. It's a guarantee. Someone said once I saw, you know, we plan for our wedding. We plan for retirement. We plan for babies. Well, how can we don't plan or think about planning for our death? So that always stuck with me. It's a good, it analyzes kind of what I want to bring out there is just out in the open and it's not, so, like I said, it's going to happen to every, everybody. Just want to make it more open to talk about. I love that, that theory too, right? When we think about that we plan for everything else. I mean, we plan so much. I mean, I, the baby showers and the <laughs> wedding showers that mm -hmm. I've been to, I'm just going to say. And then we're, you know, dying and there's no hoopla. And I'm just saying that maybe we could have a little hoopla. It's, it's a hope. And just bring in death care to the hospital environment and maybe connecting you know, connecting the two, making it more of like a norm in hospitals and other facilities, having dollars on death dollars on hand. So that'd be great too. Yes. I think you're in good company with most of the people on this series uh, with that, uh, making this just really yeah. well known and working side by side with the medical field would be amazing. Let's do it. Yes. Tell all yes. your friends, everybody listening to this. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stacey, for sharing your how, why, your challenges, and your hopes being an end of life. Thanks Dula. for having me. Oh, my gosh. It was a pleasure. And I know that we're all here for you as you're just getting your, your starts. But this is a great community. So, yeah. Getting my feet wet. Again, this is Stacey Ryan, Peaceful Passage End of Life Care or PeacefulPassageEOLCare.com. Once Stacy has her Instagram and everything else, we're going to make sure all of that is in the show notes. Follow Stacy, go to her website. Lovely listeners of the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, it would mean the world if you subscribed uh, and liked this or shared it or did one of those things or all those things, whatever you got to do. Uh, and then uh, follow us on Instagram and be part of the conversation of ethical end of life care. Uh, we appreciate you and we will see you in the next episode. 